0: Alright, today we're going to look at Matthew six. Um, I mentioned that that yesterday that there have been extensive periods in my life where I've I just read through the Bible and it's it's felt very rote and it's felt very meaningless. Um it's felt like it's felt like I've heard it all before, essentially. Um but I was I was reading through Matthew six in preparation, uh, I guess for for this week and having to Discuss discuss each of the chapters, and I saw something I had not ever seen before, and it it shocked me quite a bit. Um, and it um it was quite a it's quite a bit, I suppose. Um, and it's it's never I it's always it's always felt disjointed to me in the past when I've read it, um, but I think that I I recognized that. That it is not and i i saw myself in the story um and it was uh, it was quite a thing to see um i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the second half Uh, it looks like the first half of the chapter uh, is primarily talking about fearing the lord versus fearing man Um, and that certainly if we're looking for the praise of man that is not going to lead us to life But starting in verse nineteen, he says, "Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroy, where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye of the lamp, the eye is the lamp of the body. So then, if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad." Your whole body will be full of darkness. So if that light is in you, it becomes darkness. How great is that darkness. No one can serve two masters, for he will either hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one, and he will despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. For this reason, I say to you, do not be worried about your life, what you will eat or drink, or for your body, what you will put on. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing look at the birds of the sky they do not sow or reap or gather crops into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them <clears throat> are you not much more important than they? which of you by worrying can add a single day to his life and why are you worried about clothing notice how the lilies of the field grow they do not labor or spin thread for cloth yet i say to you not even solomon in all his glory clothes himself like one of these But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Do not worry then, saying, What are we to eat, or what are we to drink, or what are we to wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all of these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be provided to you. So then do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow, will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Um, I have historically read this story and seen seen these as very different stories. Um, and the verse twenty two, particularly, it felt like wasn't was incredibly unrelated uh, and disjointed um, where he's talking about the eye being the lamp of the body. Um, but certainly it is it is thrown right in between two discussions about God and money uh so it cannot be disjointed it is It is actually i believe fully related uh and then the the story about the sparrows and the lilies, i think is one of the more common placards on the wall, so to speak, along with i think jeremiah twenty nine or wherever it says that the Lord has good plans for you and things like this um but i feel like I feel like it's not taken in context. Well, there, um, there's a, a veggie tales thing about monsters and how God's bigger than the monsters. And my children are little and at bedtime, they are often afraid of monsters. And I think there's a strong temptation to say like, Oh, Hey, God is God is bigger than monsters. Nothing bad can come to you because God is so big and he is so strong. Sorry, I was interrupted by one of my little ones. Um but I think there there is a a common response where we want to say things like, well, God is big and big and strong and he won't let bad things happen to us and we often I believe interpret this story in that way. Um but I think it's a a poor interpretation and I think of it so much because certainly all of these people will die and many of them were starving. Um <laughs> I mean my my wife told me that in the past couple of years that the maternal mortality rate in the United States increased 40%, I believe, over year over year. Um which is which is drastic and and frightening, I suppose. But I I think about the people who lived at this time and I feel like I personally don't know anyone who has died due to childbirth or immediately after, but I certainly know many many people who have had c-sections and i feel like in the time of jesus the people who needed a c-section were it was either mom or baby dying or perhaps both like the to say that jesus is telling these people like hey god loves you so don't have to worry about anything it's going to work out for you um in exactly the way that you want perhaps i think is a very a very naive interpretation and one that one that could not have possibly been acceptable um to people in that state because they they can see the world around them. Um I think Jesus even at the end of it he says, look, each day has its own problems. It has so much trouble on its own. I don't think it's I don't think it is saying God is so big and strong that nothing bad will happen to us. But I think he's I think it's actually tied in to the previous verses. In verse 25, he says, For this reason I say to you. So it's a continuation of of this discussion <laughs> Um, about about treasures on earth versus heaven um, and having two masters and the eye being the lamp of the body. Um, and what, what I think I, I came to realize about the eye being the lamp of the body is that Jesus is he's saying um, there are two common things that people choose to orient their life after or that you can choose to orient your life after. You can choose to pursue the kingdom of heaven Um, or you can choose to pursue after the things of the earth. But if you pursue after the things of the earth, then your aim, your guiding light, your vision is blinded and you will walk around and you will stumble in the darkness. So he's saying those who choose to pursue after earthly treasures will, will walk around blindly. And in, in the second half he's saying similarly not god will give you all of the things that you need but rather in the end he says um you do not need to pursue after these things but in verse 33 he says but first seek his kingdom and his righteousness instead and then god will give you what you end up actually needing and this is i think a very challenging a challenging thing for me to realize because As I mentioned before, um, certainly all of these people died, and I think that they did have very hungry children, and many of them actually, it was actually a concern where they were going to clothe themselves. Um, But Jesus is saying there is a higher, more important, more valuable and fulfilling life that you can pursue. And if you pursue that, you will end up having what you need, though life is... Broken though life is tragic, though life has each trouble it, um, for its day. Um, I was talking. I was talking to my brother-in-law about that this weekend. Um, I, was, I was telling him. I, I think the eye of the is the lamp of the body portion that that was that was different than what I expected. And I I said I I feel as though I mean certainly the past five years, like since I've had kids, it feels like life life is just coming at me. And it's coming so fast and I am consistently tired and overwhelmed. And I, I feel that my default state was to turn and say, well, I don't know what to do. Perhaps I should try to figure out what to do with money because that is something I don't know too much about. Um, and it seems to be the thing worth pursuing. And I've, and I've felt myself stumbling in the same way that Jesus is called or that he, I guess, predicts or describes um, the one walking around with the blind eye. Um, And so I, I, I am hopeful that it is possible that this is the mercy of Jesus saying that it is worth pursuing something different. And though it is challenging, setting aside that time and choosing to pursue that life will bring what I do need and it will be the most fulfilling and useful in the end. So this is a long one today. Sorry about that. Jesus, it's, it's a lot and faith. My faith is little, I suppose. um, But to trust that it is worth pursuing a kingdom that I cannot see over a kingdom where I certainly do see things decaying. Um, I pray that you would give me the faith to pursue after you wholeheartedly and to find to find the life that you offer. Amen.